Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com slash comedy podcast network. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Everybody and welcome to Sports 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 Podcast. I am Joel Anderson. I'm Jordan Pomeroy. And joining us as always is the sports outsider, Phil Ruta. I'm not Canadian. <laughs> Take it back. Well, I just, no, I, just like, I thought you were a little, right? No, I'm, I'm from you're... Western Michigan, so I got I got some uh probably Canadian, Canadian blood adjacent. Right. Probably have know. some fur trappers in my bloodline. Yeah. Oh, those guys. Those guys yeah. they knew exactly what they were doing. Oh, yeah. they knew. Fur trapping. Yeah, <laughs> the, 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 uh, yeah, the gold Saturday. miners of their day. They were basically. I Only went out and trapped some fur, if you know what I mean, last Saturday. You know, Phil and I could have gone there, Joel. Yeah, okay. I we decided avoided not to. it. It was it was the layout. You know, it was the that, easy there's thing. There's no way that you had sex with a woman. That's true. I <laughs> so there's that too. <laughs> See any games this week, Phil? No, I didn't see any games this week. I'm the sports outsider. I don't know anything about sports, so I don't watch games. Have any sex this week, Joel? Ha <laughs> <laughs> The answer is no. <laughs> yeah, see, I was I was hanging out with Phil on Saturday night, and he didn't see any game then either. That's true. I didn't see, see any game. Self-burn. <laughs> Boom. No. On Saturday night, I was uh, doing improv. Yeah. So nobody oh, gets laid I- after improv. improv. sports? Yeah. I have a Groupon for that. No, improv no. comedy, not no, comedy sports. Isn't there an improv sports? It's called comedy sports or improv Olympic. Those are two separate theaters, Jordan. (laughs) Johnny Manziel, update, watch, update. Johnny Manziel, update, watch, update. Brought to you by... Manziel's put your man boobs in a Manziel today. And bags. You can put uh, uh, your groceries inside of them and then you don't have to carry them with both arms. Yes. That's true. It's that's the thing about bags. That drop is so literal. I mean, people so over damn people literal. overlook how valuable bags are. I think uh, that's why the bag council has decided to take out this ad space. Yeah, I get. I just once try walking your groceries out to your car without a bag. Wouldn't I do wouldn't. It. I wouldn't even you drop try. all sorts of stuff. It's terrible. Quarterback controversy. Ooh. Quarterback controversies usually have the same ingredients. A fresh upstart quarterback with high upside. Yeah. Okay. Garlic Check. powder. A reliable known quantity with a more limited potential. Not mm-hmm. check in this case, but. Uh, oregano. I don't yeah. know what case you're talking about. <laughs> a terrible team. The Browns. An indecisive coach. Uh, new head coach Mike Patine. That's right. And, I don't know, chives. Mike Poutine. Yeah, chives is, it makes everything look a little classier. Yeah, just for color. Maybe some shredded carrots. Yeah. Ooh, shredded uh, carrots. Just I want to try this recipe. <laughs> did, did we, we already do Mike Poutine? Hashtag athlete Yes, we did. Damn it. Ha <laughs> uh, Both quarterbacks were solid in the Great Lakes Classic against the Detroit Lions in a losing effort, 13-12. to 12. Yeah. The Barge Trophy uh, stays in Detroit. Yeah. Boom. Boom. That's going to make our season. So, uh, Ryan Hoyer was 6 for 14 for 92 yards. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, an average of... Uh, Did your brain just shut off there? No, there was, a, just shut there was a bug crawling on my sheet. Ah, <laughs> in the new uh, the Comedy odds? Podcast Network, Penthouse Studio, whatever. We are, by calling. the way, still collecting names. They're coming in. We're Fast na- and furious yeah. they're coming in. There's it, a ton of them. We're going to go through them all next week. It was a, I thought it was a comma. 
Comma started crawling across the page. Ah, that's <laughs> creepy. Yeah. Uh, 6.6 6, uh, cards, yards per completion. Uh, zero touchdowns, zero interceptions. You said touchdowns properly. I've never heard that before. Oh, I usually yeah. say, I turned There we go. Kind of freaked me out. Johnny Manziel was 7 for 11 uh, for 63 yards, uh, 5.7 uh, per attempt. Also, <laughs> uh, no interceptions, uh, no turns. There we go. Well, I think it's obvious from those stat lines who's better. Well, to the untrained eye, those stats might look similar, but they don't include jersey sales. Oh. Uh, so it looks like uh, the game against Washington on Monday Night Football could be the deciding factor. Could be problematic for Johnny Football as all of his rowdy friends are back on Monday night. Say what? Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. uh, Hoyer and Manziel will each get first-team repetitions in practice this week as Patin ideally wants to name his starter before Cleveland's third preseason game against the St. Louis Rams. Mm-hmm. Mike Patin, it's not a 1,000% etched in stone. But I would like it decided before them. Coach Patin said, blending uh, hyperbolic percentages with an ancient and permanent way of writing. Hmm. Thousand yeah. percent etched in stone. <laughs> yeah. Very serious. It's funny because when they were etching things in stone, I think they still actually understood what percentages was. Right. No, so, you guys. Yeah. I think that etched in stone is just their way of saying that it's permanent. <laughs> However, Patina, so he said, he said uh, Manziel was a work in progress. Yeah. Said he's shown solid improvement, but he denied a report citing a team source that Manziel had leapfrogged Hoyer in their battle to be under center against the Steelers. Whoa. It's their uh, opening game. Here, here's the thing. I got to go ahead and say, uh, I remember Brian Hoyer from his days at Michigan State. Oh, do okay? you, Joel? Oh, I didn't, yeah, I didn't know you. I didn't, was unaware you'd have an uh, opinion on this. Two-year starter, okay, uh, Brian right, Hoyer. And right. let me tell you, based on his time at Michigan State, I do not think he should be starting in the National Football oh, wow. League. He was, I mean, he was, I mean, compared to the history of Michigan State quarterbacks, he was quite good. But the fact that he's even on a roster at this point, it's a little surprising to me. Well, of course you'd say that because you went to University of Michigan, so your loyalties aren't with Michigan State. <laughs> Fuck you, Phil. Ha ha! Uh, Patin denied these reports. He said, it's untrue. The people most involved in the decision to name a starter are myself, LeBron James, LeBron James's representatives, <laughs> Kevin Love, and Adam Silver. <laughs> LeBron James is the guy from the commercials. Yes, yeah. that's correct. That's <laughs> yep. correct. And the NBA cabal yeah. is basically uh, dictating this. Uh... You imagine being an NFL head coach, like, and just the whole situation where it's like having to make a decision. And we've all had to make tough decisions before. Could you imagine if you had to make a tough decision, but you also had to get up in front of like fifty-five idiots for like thirty minutes a day to have them grill you about where you are in the decision-making process? And you don't know where you're at yet. No, yeah, because you you're just sort of like we're just collecting data. Gonna look at it, you know. So like, excuse me, Jordan, the the chocolate or the vanilla milkshake? Chocolate. Next Which question. <laughs> What? This is easy. I, think, to be I, head coach. I was going to say, there are some coaches that are better than others because they give those short, clipped answers. Yeah, yeah. that's what I would do. I would be a great head coach. Put Phyllis, me in, coach. Phil, who's starting? Play. Hoyer or Manziel? Hoyer. Boom. What kind of defense are you running against the Steelers? Tough one. <laughs> he, he is a good head that's, coach. Yeah, that's actually every every good every good football head coach, especially a new coach. Yeah. When yeah. they're hired, the, the press conference says, well, what, what sort of well, culture, get, what sort get, of culture are you going to bring to the team, Phil? Super positive. Uh, well, <laughs> actually, that's not, a new one, but that's I think a new it one. works. Usually yeah. it's uh, going to emphasize toughness. Yeah. Oh, okay. get in there. Our defense is going to be tough. We're going to get in there. We're going to be tough. Disciplined. I'm going to kill him with kindness. <laughs> that, was a, that was a tough loss out there, coach. Uh, wh- what do you have to say to your guys? Hey, uh, play better next time. 
He's, he's a natural. Johnny Manziel, update, watch, update, quarterback controversy. Johnny Manziel, update, watch, update, quarterback controversy. Brought to you by... Manziel's put shaman pants in a Manziel today. And bags. If you got uh, something that you need carrying, but you don't want to use your bare hands and put them inside a bag, then you carry the bag straps. Tell you what about the bag council. Yep. They are on message. They yeah. are. The last drops we've had, this show, the past show, the one before that, all about, hey, you got something to carry? Yeah. Use a bag. They that do was the just... most common usage of a bag. They do not deviate. It's like Carl Rove is running the bag council. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> they do not deviate from Go message. more to the bags. <laughs> yes. Don't run away from the bags. More to Embrace the bags. the bags. Well, what about sports fans who are embarrassed by their team and want to wear it at games as a sign of shame that no, no, just to carry things. That's why we call him the bag dad. <laughs> we come. What do we have on the show today, Phil? I couldn't be more disappointed in you. <laughs> oh, just a series of great puns. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, he's a father, and he was talking about bags, and he also went to war with Iraq. It was a perfect pun. <laughs> I, I'm so disappointed. I, you know, I, you know exactly what you're doing <laughs> yeah. when you tell these jokes to Joel. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I know. Can, I can tell you who he's laughing more than, the well, audience. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's because Joel is my only audience. <laughs> what is on the show? Uh, well, let's see. Uh, Chris Christie, governor of New Jersey, going to be in the <laughs> oh show. Oh, my of God. Of course, because yeah. it's a sports podcast. All right. This, well, this makes so perfect this sense. Is, this is a big get for us. Not as big as, let's see. I'm pretty sure we've had the Queen of England. Queen of England, yeah. probably uh, bigger than Chris Christie. Uh, God. I think God was on the show once. Yeah. Wasn't he? Uh, maybe. I think I we know. had the devil, actually. Oh. Yeah, we had the devil, and then we oh. had Howard Cosell. What, what did we say about me that I've confused the two? We had the devil, and now God won't do our show. Right. right. Uh, That's how it always works out. We had I... Tubby Tom Travers on. That was a big get. <laughs> he is a big get. Still, still larger than Chris Christie, I believe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's because he's larger than life. Burn, burn, burner, 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 burner. Yeah. NSYNC song. Anyway, Come on. Chris, Chris, Chris Christie recently uh, vetoed a bill that was going to allow sports betting uh, in New Jersey. <laughs> oh, so this uh, is sports and related. And he vetoed it? He vetoed it. There was some, wow. some controversy about it because a lot of people felt like it was going to bring business to the state and help out Atlantic City, and he shot it down. So we're going to ask him about you know what, what his thoughts on that were. Sure. Absolutely. Uh, we also have uh, the doctor who uh, treated uh, Dr. Paul George. Doctor who? No. Oh, they call no. him the doctor in the show. Oh. No, but it, it's the it's the it's the physician. He's who, a time lord. No, 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 I, I no, 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 no. That's, He's from Gallifrey. Not, He's the last of the time lords. Yes, you, Still a sports yeah, podcast. Sexy female no, companions. Phil, you, you spent the hour before we started recording telling us about Doctor Who. He's the doctor. Okay, the right. show is Doctor Who. The physician for whom Paul George's care was given. Look what you made him do. Construct a sentence like that. (laughs) I'm not ashamed. You should be. I'm not. Paul George broke his leg uh, in a terrible and very public fashion. This is the doctor who cared for it. Uh, Dr. Von Stiefelberg. That's Uh, not a real name. That cannot. (laughs) There's no way. Why do we have... We have guests with very ethnic names when they are not well-known public figures, I found. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) I guess so, Jordan. Uh, (laughs) Do we have a weird sport? We've got a weird sportsman. We've oh, had a weird sport in no. 44 episodes, and you're goddamn right we do. It's been a year. Has it been a year? Uh, well, episode a week, 44 episodes. 34. Fast. Is it 34? Yeah, we retired on 100. Ah, uh, shoot. You're right. All right. We've, hey, guys. Still been a, I, I did not realize we'd done 34 weird sportsmen. Well, I guess yeah. it was 33 because of our unfortunate two-parter about Mike Tyson. Yep. 
I don't and, know why, uh, I, don't know why I brought news, that news, up. News. We have news, yeah. news, news. And we've we've all made mistakes today. <laughs> I think. I think it's safe to say. In, yeah, we've all made not mistakes. Not the least then. of which is the length of this intro. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> very long. Let's get started. News, news, news on the Sports, Sports, Sports podcast with Jordan, Joel, and Phil. News, news, news. Los Angeles Clippers officially sold to Steve Ballmer. Subheadline. Handlers reassure Donald Sterling by telling him the Clippers are just going to a big plantation near the Mississippi. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, that works at a couple different levels. Yeah. <laughs> it's a well-crafted joke. <laughs> it's an artisan joke. It is, yeah. yeah. This isn't it's that... It's like the Zingermans of jokes. Yeah, yes. Slow-crafted, slow-churned. Yeah. <laughs> I was talking about the Bacon of the Month Club, but all right. Yeah. The transaction in which Steve Ballmer purchased the Los Angeles Clippers closed today, Tuesday. Yep. The 20... 20- Twelfth? Oh my God! Yeah, the tra- uh, the, it is the twelfth. Yeah. All right. Not when this is airing. Probably. Following an entry of an order uh, by a California court confirming the authority of Shelley Sterling on behalf of the Sterling Family Trust to sell the team, the NBA Board of Governors previously approved the sale, and Ballmer is now Clippers governor, which apparently is their ownership structure, as oh. they call their owner the governor. Okay. Ooh, the governor is a character from The Walking Dead. He's a very evil man. Right, but he does meet a timely end. Right. Spoilers oh. alert. No, I've read the books. He died like three years ago for me. Uh, the Clippers released oh. a celebratory tweet that said, hashtag, it's a new day. Not punctuated correctly because an apostrophe would ruin the hashtag. That's true. Twitter breaks it up. Yeah, they should they should get on that, though. They should, no, you should yeah. be able to put an apostrophe. That's my, that has been, since its inception, my biggest gripe about Twitter. I opened an account, and then I didn't tweet for like two weeks because I realized I couldn't put punctuation in hashtags. And I'm yeah. like, what the hell? Am I just supposed to like... Not have proper punctuation for my freaking hashtags? That's ridiculous. Hashtag they want do it. <laughs> <laughs> Boom! So Clippers said, hashtag uh, ownership a new day. It's a new day. Yeah. Okay. Um, the Cavaliers also tweeted, hashtag hey us too. Asked what he was going to do with his nearly $2 billion in profits, Donald Sterling said, probably buy a basketball team. <laughs> Smart. <laughs> One of those European ones with white guys. Or maybe apply for a basketball team in this new American Basketball Association. <laughs> ah, the ABA. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. The ousted owner can appeal, uh, continue to sue the NBA and or his wife if he chooses, but the sale is now complete. All he can hope to win is money. What was the total the total price? For the team? Yeah. $2 billion. $2 billion. $2 billion damn dollars. $2 billion. He bought them. And I said a $2 billion profit. He bought them for $12.5 million. Oh, that's so it? a... One point nine eight five or no nine eight nine, shut up. Uh for an old Wow, you did my work for me, Joel. Thank you. <laughs> so uh plus okay, so Shelly Sterling previously agreed that the Sterling Family Trust would indemnify the NBA against lawsuits by her husband, so he'd essentially be suing himself. Uh, for an old man like Donald Sterling, filing lawsuits is a more active pastime than feeding the ducks, but not as physically fatiguing as going to hate rock concerts. <laughs> right? Uh but this time he's in a little trouble because he finds himself facing a counterclaim filed by the NBA in federal court on Monday, which seeks to recover damages related to the owner's recorded comments, which caused devastating and incalculable harm to the league. Mm-hmm. Oh, you like lawsuits. <laughs> oh, guess what? We're a multi-billion dollar entity that doesn't pay taxes. <laughs> they oh, don't pay taxes? No, they're a nonprofit. Oh, here's a big fat lawsuit for majorly fucking up our tremendous playoff. <laughs> they Wait, they don't pay taxes? That's correct. No. They're a nonprofit organization. That's messed up. Well, I mean, the 
teams would pay taxes. Teams pay taxes. But the organization itself doesn't actually collect revenue. Only the MLB uh, yeah. d- is not a nonprofit of the That's sports That's bull. Teams. They make well, no, money. It's, it's like it's like if uh, if if you you have like say you have a whole bunch of I'm not even gonna try. Thank you. <laughs> Wrap it up. Paul George news that doesn't involve his viciously viciously shattered leg. Subheadline. Did you see the video of Paul George's viciously, viciously shattering leg? I mean, this isn't about that, but oh my god! I didn't yeah. see it. It was pretty bad, Phil. Sounds vicious. You know the one of the two parts of your leg that's never supposed to like bend in any direction. Yeah, the, the bone, one, one of the bone part, the tibia. Yeah. yeah, he broke both of those, and his leg just folded the a complete opposite direction as to his foot was pointing like up. It was haha. <laughs> that's funny. Paul George announced he'd be changing his jersey number to thirteen. The impetus so he could be PG-13 in that his game is not suitable for children. Boom. Or it means his game is a very loosely enforced set of arcane rules with little to no real applicability. Oh, yeah. Both work. Alternate nicknames for Paul George will now be Violence, but no boobies, Edgy Spielberg, and Better Than the Hayes Code. Better than the Hayes Code. You remember the Hayes Code, right, Phil? No. Better than the Hayes Code. <laughs> the, no, I. What's oh, Phil. Of from course, what? some people might find it odd that a man who suffered as a oh, severe. Oh, wait, from movies. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> yes. I get it now. I had to go to my brain Rolodex. You know how you have a brain Rolodex where you're like, I know I've heard that before, and you have to like, what I heard. I went digital, but yeah, if you're okay. still analog. That's that okay. Works. That works. That's how my my brain actually feels. Is it doesn't have a Rolodex. That's exactly the sort of thing it immediately comes up with. No, People's your brain name. has a cave, a big <laughs> empty cave. Might I be heard more. an echo in there. Some people might find it odd that a man who just suffered a misfortune like Paul George uh, would make the decision to change his number to thirteen. Well, but what odd, the hell? Yeah. Couldn't get much unluckier than a viciously, viciously shattered leg. That happened? Yeah. And in a, a uh, what do you call it? It was like a friendly match. It wasn't even like an actual game. Gross. Don't don't call it friendly. That's <laughs> that's what European soccer calls it. Yeah. And well, so many Euros in basketball now. What are we supposed to call it? Exhibition, I think. Okay, fine. Ex- Ex- exhibition. But it wasn't a game that he was getting paid for, so. Orlando Scandrick suspended for four games. Oh, why is that a headline? Well, subheadline: the NFL is either super tone deaf or really, really hates women. Yeah. Uh-oh. Dallas Cowboys cornerback Orlando Scandrick has been suspended for four games after testing positive for methyl dioxy and methamphetamine, also Meth. known as MDMA, ecstasy, Molly, X, oh. Mandy, E-bomb, egg roll, Scooby snacks, Sizz, disco biscuits, Dove, Vitamin E, Sweet Molly, Shiny Pill okay, Friend. Jordan, Jordan, that's... Uh, they're, uh, they're more. Yeah, you know a lot of different phrases for, for ecstasy. I call it breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> that explains a lot about Phil. Because you're always so joyful in the mornings, Phil. And by yep. the time we but get to the podcast, you're so you're depressed a, and yeah. down. Yeah. Synapse is not firing. That's because I'm coming down from my breakfast. <laughs> It's a standard four-game suspension uh, that follows a positive drug test, making this a total non-item in the NFL news, aside from how it affects Dallas's depth chart for its defensive backfield. Oh, okay. Except the NFL is still submerged in a roiling controversy surrounding star Baltimore Ravens running back Ray Rice. 
Rice, who pummeled his fiancée, Janae Palmer, until she was unconscious Oof. and was captured on hotel security cam, begrudgingly dragging her inert body off an elevator, only received a two-game suspension for his misdeeds. How ah. come he's not in prison? Right? Well, no. no I'll explain that. Okay. He had a pretrial diversion program. As a first-time offender, didn't have to do any jail time. This is the same device that I used when I got a minor in possession of alcohol <laughs> in the state of Michigan. I got a pretrial oh. diversion program because well, it was a first, is first time offense. Yeah, those are comparable offenses, too. <laughs> I mean, just as I think, you know, a young kid who had a little bit to drink should get off in his first time, a <laughs> physically fit man who pummeled his wife into unconsciousness should probably just get a pass the first time around, right? She should leave that man. She's going to marry. She, she married him. Oh, she yeah. was then Already fiance, now, now him, wife. Yeah. Uh, as it would turn out, at least a couple people have noticed that Scandrick's suspension for testing positive for a popular and largely harmless recreational party drug, also known as Molly, X, Mandy, uh, E-Bomb, we Egg know, Rolls, we know. You, snacks, you mentioned there's a whole bunch a disco, of different a biscuits, options. Dancing Mandy's. Disco biscuits? Vitamin E, D, F, G, H, I, J. Sweet okay, Molly, Jordan, Jordan, friend. Jordan. I call it fourth meal. <laughs> Anyway, the suspension was twice as long as Ray Rice's for knocking out his wife. So yeah. if we're understanding the NFL's morality scale here, smoking a joint, J, greed, <laughs> weed, grass, greed is a combination of grass and weed, <laughs> pod. <laughs> I like that. Gonna we're going to let you keep green. going here, Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hippie lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> In fairness, <laughs> kale is hippie lettuce. Yeah. Uh, smoking a joint is twice as bad as knocking out your wife. Knocking out your wife is exactly as bad as Endomican Sue stomping on the arm of Evan Dietrich Smith in the 2011 Thanksgiving Day game. This, of course, is understandable. I think we can all remember the moral outrage that followed footage of Endomican Sue pulling the unconscious body of Dietrich Smith out of an elevator. But it does raise some inter oh, yeah, qu it, it interesting was, questions was about... How the NFL, NFL views violence. Namely, it appears the case uh, that the league is only mildly uh, more concerned about on-field violence as it is about hulking superhumans it has created, pummeling their defenseless family members in a fit of rage brought on by a heady combination of steroid use and severe brain damage. That's why I always say that wives of, of football players should wear helmets. <laughs> That's terrible. It's, it's not so much about the concussions. Those are the big ones. But yeah. the hundreds of sub-concussive hits these wives right. can receive right, exactly. on a daily basis. It happens so regularly, yeah. yeah. Thank you, Roger Goodell. Thank <laughs> yeah, you. For uh, us being able to make that distinction. Uh, merci. Adonkashe. Yeah. Mahalo. No, 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 no. We got it, Jordan. I call it lunch. Okay, joining us now on the podcast, uh, governor of New Jersey and potential 2016 Republican candidate for president. 2016. Wink, wink, nod, nod, 20, yes, you're right, 2016, <laughs> sorry. Uh, welcome to the podcast, Chris Christie. Hi, Joel. Hi, Jordan. It's good to be here. It's great to Thank have you Thank you for on. having me. Oh, it's great to and have you on, Governor. from New Jersey. Yeah, we're, we're glad that you, you could make it out. Vote, vote for me potentially in 2016. Are you announcing your bid right I now? I said potentially. Okay. All I right. said potentially. When Absolutely. you do announce your bid, would you consider coming on our podcast? Are those chicken McNuggets? Well, yeah. Yeah, we just got We just those. had a couple left over. They've been Thank there actually you. since last week. Um, 
Well, here, if, if you're going to do... The, we have, like, this half-used uh, cup of the sweet and sour. Thank you. <laughs> Again, they've been sitting there for a week. All right. Well, it's, well, not, anyway, not, it's not even slowing them down. You recently vetoed legislation that... Evolved. Those were good. Oh, thank you. They are. They, they do a very consistent product at McDonald's. Yeah. I think McDonald's is the future of America. Very political statement. I think <laughs> still... Kind of, kind of the past. Just uh, licking maybe, out the rest maybe of Maybe McCafe is the future. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? All right, never mind. Uh, you vetoed legislation... That would have allowed sports gambling and sports books to open up in Atlantic City at New Jersey Casino. Yeah, we can't have people betting on sports in the great state of New Jersey. Okay. Are you uh, are you concerned about it affecting uh, New Jersey's ability to lure uh, professional events and professional sports teams in New Jersey? We already have all the professional sports team we need. We've got the greatest fan base in the world. Vote for Chris Christie 2016, potentially. 2016, <laughs> Governor. Um, yeah. Okay, but, I mean... Someone's good. People are going to be betting on these games, and your own citizens. Yeah, not not my town. Well, no, but they're going to be logging I'll shut online. down the bridge to their house. Well, uh, topical. Yeah. Yeah. But you, they can. You can just go online yeah. and go to any website and gamble there. Or people that may have gone to Atlantic City are now going to fly to if, Vegas. If they do that, I'm going to cut off the airplanes and I'm going to cut off the internet. Okay. All right, well, no Vegas- gambling. On sports, you know, Governor, in the greatest state in the be, union. Governor Christie, a lot of people are arguing that you're just really losing a lot of revenue. Where did where did you get that cheeseburger from? Where did you even did you bring? Do you guys in? want this cheeseburger? Well, well no. no you, but, it appears you've started to eat it. Um, hey, so you're 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 you're, you're potentially siphoning a lot of revenue away from Atlantic City with this. And, and and a lot of people are going to say that, why do that? Because there's a lot of people out there who are, quite frankly, like degenerates. They'll Look, sports, sports betting is a scourge of this nation. Yeah. We have hardworking men and women who are out there making their livings and then spending it all on sports betting. Yeah. All right. And but, it's going all to Indian but, casinos. Okay, football, but Governor... Football yeah. is right around the corner. Right. If football governor, season. Yeah, and if, if people want to do something as crazy as bet on, like, prop bets on the, the, the preseason football games, if they wanted to do something like that, where are they going to do it? How much money you got? Wait, what do you mean? What do you mean? I'm just asking a question. I got like 40 bucks on I was going to say I got about 50. Really? You got 40 or 50? Yeah. What, who do you like in the preseason? Well, I, I, I would never bet yeah, I'm on not, I wouldn't bet on preseason football. games, really but I'm, I'm sorry. Are you, are you taking well, action? Well, you like the Jets? Not the no, best The best team in the union. <laughs> the Jets. You're the Jets. Pitch there. When you're a Jet, you're a Jet all the way. <laughs> oh, okay. I mean, there's already a ton of action in Vegas yeah. on the opening weekend slate of college football games. Uh, Texas A&M and South Carolina, for instance. Oh, that's a big, big SEC yeah. matchup. Mm-hmm. South Carolina, Steve Spurrier has brought back the program. Mm-hmm. I'll give you 16 points on South Carolina. Well, that, 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 that's outstanding. <laughs> I'll give you 16 points. That's really tempting. That's really... Wait, you got, what, 50 bucks, you said? Yeah, 50 bucks. Give bu- me your $50. Wait, wait, Governor, I'm, are you taking action? I didn't say that. Vote for Chris Christie, 2016. It sounds like you're taking action. No, I'm not taking action. I'm taking action against all these sports betting uh, casinos. But if you do think that there's a good chance that the team you want is going to win, I would love to discuss with you in that dark room over there. Okay. Uh, I mean, I, 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 have, really... I have two really important questions here. 
The first is, is did you veto that bill purely so that you could have the loan monopoly on gambling? No, I would. I won't do it. Sports betting is a skirt. Please let me finish, sir. My second question. Are those ribs? Where did you get ribs from? It's a McRib sandwich from McDonald's, the best restaurant in the union. They are not selling the McRib now. That promotion ended months ago. (laughs) Where did did you get a McRib from? Because I'm the governor of New Jersey. McRibs are available anytime for me. Okay. That's how many of those do you have? Bag. <laughs> bag. You have a bag you of have McRibs. A, you did not give us a quantity. You just said bag. A bag is a quantity. Vote for Chris Christie potentially 2007. Uh, All right. Okay. I think I think we've gotten as much mileage as we can get out of this. Let <laughs> yeah. me talk. No, look, you guys just empty your pockets. Oh, no, I don't well, know that we empty want your it. pockets. I mean, He's put, the governor. Your, yep, I'm the I'll, governor. All right, I'll. You know what? I got a. I got a couple fifties. A couple fifties. No, a couple twenties and a ten. Is all what right. I open say. up your wallets and all put right. it on the table. All right, put that. You guys are Detroit fans, right? That's yeah. right. All right, put it all in the Lions. No, no, no. Give me all your money. No, give me your money. Give me all your money. Tell you what I would bet on is Detroit Tigers futures to win the AL pennant. I'll I'll give that to you for the rest of your life. What, what does that even mean? You will Governor never, Chris? as soon as you die, when they never win the pennant, because the Jets are going to win it every year. That's the wrong it's boy. The wrong for sport, a, Governor For Christ. a would-be bookie, Mr. Governor Christie, you have you have I'm maybe not a bookie. To... Gambling's illegal in the great state of New Jersey. Right, okay, well, uh, well, I would actually like to maybe make a bet on a, a Lions game. If I were to show up at the Governor's Mansion in Jersey, would you be able to take that action for me? Potentially. Is anyone going to eat that mouse? What? What do you? Oh, oh my, my God. God! That is a live mouse. Sweet Christ! Joining us now on the podcast is Doctor Von Stiefelberg. Yes, the orthopedic surgeon who cared for Paul George. Hello, I'm Doctor Von Stiefelberg. Yeah, it's great yes, to have you on the podcast. It's good to be here. Absolutely. So it's a just... pleasure to share. Uh, my doctoring knowledge with the sports, sports, sports podcast community. Absolutely. Thank you. Uh, so we're going to get right into it. Uh, we just wanted to talk. So obviously, I've, I've looked at the footage. Uh, Paul George completely snapped both his tibia and his fibula. Yes, he snapped the tibia and he snapped the fibula. He snapped the fibula. What's, are, you, uh, are you all right, doctor? You, you look, no, look a little pale. No, it's fine. I'm just remembering that he tapped the the doctor, you okay there? You oh. do not look well. No, really, no, you I'm look fine. A I'm a professional doctor. We know you're. Yeah. You, you look like you're about to. Oh my god! Oh god! <laughs> he is vomiting, Doctor Von Stiefelberg. But are you are you are you not well, doctor? I know it's a little hot in our podcasting studio. What do yeah. you? Please stop doing that. <laughs> you, uh, you? No, I'm sorry. Do you have the flu? Fine, we, can, we should no. get out of here. You know, I cannot fine. miss any it's more just, podcasting. Uh, no, I am. Yeah. I am okay. I apologize. Yes. What's well, right. you're a medical professional. A yes, lot of people. I'm, medic- I'm sorry. They just uh, you know when you get this wet, sometimes it catches yeah. up no, with I, you. No, I understand. Understood. It's just a lot of people probably. I apologize really out. for your shoes, Joel. Yeah. Your uh, shoes. I shouldn't have taken them off before we recorded. Uh, yeah, it's fine. That was part of the reason why I threw up. <laughs> so yeah. So a lot of people probably watched uh watched paul george's leg fold underneath him and just go floppy in a way that legs are not supposed to go yes. i actually have the footage right here i'm gonna 
I'm gonna have a no, we're play not, it back. that's okay. You don't have to. We're gonna nope. play it back. Maybe you could tell their, us what is happening okay, inside so, the body. So he right goes, he goes up for the layup. That, okay. When lands, the tendons kind of like. I'm gonna roll is it back it, here and then no, play it again. Are you okay oh, there? Doctor, you okay there, Doctor Von? Why'd you put Why'd you Why'd you freeze frame it on that? That looks awful. Well, he started vomiting and I paused it, Jordan. Sounds like a lawnmower starting. <laughs> Doctor. It, yeah. it strikes me that maybe this is not the best no, time to go okay. over. You're okay. No, I apologize for it. Uh, is it that Paul George's injury was no, too severe uh, for you to... No, it's... I am a bit... The med- I've seen worse. I saw the kid's tongue back on who bit it off falling on a skateboard. That well, that seems... Uh, first of all, it happened to Phil, our... Yeah. our, our or it happened to... Uh, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't understand. No, it was Phil's father cared for a kid that that happened to. What? That's a quite a coincidence. <laughs> what is that coincidence? It is. Uh, no, it's but, fine. But during, I laughed a couple times during that. That was fine. But but yeah, I think this injury good. specifically. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to look up. Well, be, no, I be because we have actually a super slow mo camera that. No. Yeah, so it's a high, it's a high speed really camera. No, so you can maybe uh, tell us how a right, leg collapses in, like okay, that. Okay, my profession is. There's the bone. Wait, wait, wait for the zoom in. Wait for the zoom in. Okay, you can actually see the bone break through the skin. All three times right in my shoes. Yeah, I can't. Dr. Well, that was on your shoes. I'm okay. I'm okay. Dr. Von Stiefelberg. We have... I think maybe we should just cut this one yeah, off. Yeah, you know, hey, it's, tell you what, we got an extra toothbrush if you want to brush your teeth, kind of get that taste out of your mouth. Yes. No, no, let me brush my teeth. Okay, that tastes good. Okay. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, thank you. That was Dr. Von Stiefelberg, orthopedic surgeon, who also repairs tongues. Yeah. Okay. Thank, thank you. And goodbye. For you, the listeners of Sports 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 Podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. I personally recommend a wonderful book called The Hunger Games by Suzanne Collins. Joel saw the movie. He said that it was okay. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash comedypodcastnetwork. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash comedypodcastnetwork for your free audiobook. And now it's time for another Weird Sportsman. Who do we got this week, Phil? This week's Weird Sportsman, Rosie Napravnik. That's a weird sportswoman, right? He's a weird sportsman. No, a weird sportsman can mean woman or man. No, I know it does. We covered this, Joel. Because they spell man, sportsmen, with a Y. Yeah. Spits man. Like a, yeah. Uh, Anna Rose Rosie Napravnik, born February 9th, 1988, is an American thoroughbred horse racing jockey and two-time winner of the Kentucky Oaks. What's the Kentucky Oaks? That's probably a horse race. Sounds like, you know, context clues. I would say a horse race, Joel. <laughs> yeah, Joel. Don't be a dummy. <laughs> Just by reading the surrounding sentences, say, 
standardized test uh, strategy I often I had, utilized. I had worked that out. <laughs> uh, since the beginning of her career in 2005, she's regularly been ranked among the top jockeys in North America in both earnings and total races won. Notice I didn't say top female jockeys. She's one of the top jockeys. Would you call her a genuine jockey? Yeah, she's the genuine jockey. She's like underpants. This is, okay, so I mean, this is kind of why I was asking, because I thought it might be like a horse race just for female jockeys. No, Joel. Like I, was expecting, I was expecting Kentucky Derby, and then he went Oaks, and I was like, oh, they have more than one Kentucky Oaks before. They have a lot of different races in Kentucky. As of oh. 2013, she'd been in the top 10 by earnings for two years in a row, and the highest-ranked woman jockey in North America, Joel. Because, and she's ranked high in earnings because she often takes home the purse. Ah, oh, she loves purses. I thought you were going to say bacon there as some sort of statement, and then it was purse, and I was like, oh, no, that's actually, that's much better. <laughs> All right, let's get down. Let's see how a champion is made. Napravnik was born in her grandmother's home in Mendham, New Jersey, on February 9th, 1988, just like Chris Christie. Also born in his grandmother's home, not a hospital. Yep. Shortly after she was born, she was sent to a hospital in Morristown, New Jersey, which is often mistakenly listed as their location of birth Mm-mm. by dummies. Can't bet on horse racing in New Jersey. No, you can't. Because of our earlier guest. Her father, Charles, is a farrier, and her mother, Cindy, ran a boarding and training stable, plus trained event horses. I wonder how she got into it. <laughs> Mystery. Uh, she has one older sister, Jasmine, known as Jazz, J-A-Z-Z, like straight up jazz. Yeah. And a brother named Colt. Great Wonder name. where they came up with that name. Exactly. Napravnik began working with horses at a very young age. Her first horse-related injury was a broken arm that occurred when she fell off a pony at age four. And it began a long tradition of her hurting herself on horses. Spoiler alert. By the age of seven, she began to race in pony races, and inspired by the documentary Jewels of the Triple Crown, she decided that year to become a jockey who rode triple crown races. That was her dream. Good okay. for her. Yep. She spent most of her childhood in New Jersey, but briefly lived in Vermont with her mother after the divorce of her parents. Aw. Though she spent summers with her sister, Jazz, living in Maryland and Pennsylvania. Just going, doobie-doobie-doobie-doobie-doobie-boop, Jazz. What she did. Uh huh. Let's get to some injuries, huh? <laughs> right? That's what we've all been sitting The here main event. For. Yeah. We're all Depravniks. When a ho- Oh, Joel. <laughs> oh, Joel. All right. When a horse fell with her in January 2007 race in Laurel Park, Depravnik suffered three compression fractures of her thoracic vertebrae. Ow. And was out for several weeks to recuperate. Several weeks? Yeah. That's what I thought. In July, five months later, after recovering from the Laurel Park injuries, she had another fall that resulted in a major break in her wrist, subsequently repaired with a plate. That Next. doesn't sound so bad. Yep. In spite of her injuries and layoffs, she still rode 507 races with 89 winners in Motherfucker. 2007. Motherfucker! 507? Yeah. In the year? Yeah. So she was racing more than once a day? Yeah, but races take like a minute. Yeah. <laughs> like that. Over. And now, the harshest injury of all. Emotional. In 2010, Napravnik began riding the fairgrounds race course in uh, New Orleans, Louisiana, 
Initially, she faced some of the most significant problems in her career with intimidation by male jockeys. Oh, those sons of bitches. But overcame the challenge, refusing to give ground. Eventually, she earned the respect of her male colleagues. And that year, she won her first graded stakes race at grade three Cicadia Stakes at Aqueduct. So that, that, so that happened. Is that, what, what does that sound like to you, Joel? Do you think, what, what is that sort of competition? I had never heard of it, but do you think it might be a horse race? No. <laughs> I think it's, it's probably like a checkers competition, maybe some professional backgammon. <laughs> do we got any more injuries, Phil? 2011! <laughs> with a win in the, or er, in, uh, 2011 in July, Nepravnik fractured her arm again when a horse she was riding broke down on the track and fell apparently that's a thing that's a euphemism for the horse is dead now yep this time the fracture was just above the plate in her wrist that repaired after the first break (laughs) so the injury required a three-hour surgery let's be real that's some shit luck you put the plate in you think this will surely prevent future bone injuries in this area well it's a titanium plate it did (laughs) yeah Yeah. it was immediately past that area (laughs) that the bone injury happened well said Yeah. yeah Uh, yeah, so then she wrote, she wrote a lot more, um, on June 15th in 2014 after she, a major win on a three-year-old court, uh, colt named Tapature, she had another significant injury, separation of her clavicle and left shoulder joint that occurred when a horse she was working in the morning broke its leg and fell. Jesus, she's like the worst luck for horses in the history of anything. Yeah. And here's the thing. I'm actually not that in, like 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 impressed by her success on the horse track because here's the thing, the horses are doing most of the work. Yeah. Okay. I feel well, like that doesn't. Well, she's five most. foot two, 110 pounds. You also yeah. have to have that kind of stature. But yeah, she hurt herself a lot. That's what makes her a weird sportsman. She she, just kept we're falling. talking about how much she hurt herself. I think there's like four dead horses there so are far. Four in this. dead horses. This she's... isn't called weird sports horses. Maybe it should be. And that brings it into another Weird Sports Horses! Citizens of Podcast Town, this brings the close. The sports! 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 Podcast. But before we go, we would like to bring back Dr. Von Stiefelberg to give our contact information. Uh, you can email us at sports, sports, sports podcast at gmail.com. That's sports, sports, sports podcast at gmail.com. You can tweet at, you can tweet at us at sports, the number three podcast. That's at sports, the number three podcast. I'm sorry. That's my fault. I turned my ankle while I was walking over <laughs> oh, here. Geez, you can find us on Facebook by going to facebook.com slash sports three podcast. That's facebook.com slash sports three podcast. You can find us on SoundCloud by going to soundcloud.com slash sports number three podcast. That's soundcloud.com slash sports number three podcast. Right there, hey, bucket, right bucket, there. bucket, 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 bucket. No, in the bucket. Why would you go around the bucket? You can find us oh, on Stitcher ow, Radio. Ow. Download the Stitcher app today at stitcher.com. And search Stub my sports, toe. Sports Stubbed it bad. Oh. Oh, I think it's bleeding underneath Stop the nail. Stop walking around. You can find us on YouTube by going to youtube.com slash comedy pod. Now you can find us on Joel, do you think this uh, iTunes infected? by searching sports number three space podcast. That's sports number three podcast. I'm not sure. I think that might be Back episodes go to comedypodcastnetwork.com. Well, now that he vomited on it, I'm pretty sure it's infected. Yeah. I should. I should I'm going to wash that out. Yeah. <laughs>
You okay there? It's a... You okay Thank there, Stevie? No, I'm fine. You gonna be all right? I'm fine. I'm fine. Hey, listen. Uh, have you seen the burritos that Phil got when Chris Christie was on? Oh, no, not no, 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 no. I haven't. No, no burritos. <laughs> Did, no. did he eat those two? We saw Chris Christie eat a mouse early. Did you know that? <laughs> Lights off. You have received this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit comedypodcastnetwork.com.